Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be right here with me than any other place on the planet. For those of you who are the Inner Circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I am so grateful and so thankful and prayerful that you are ever more inspired inspired to go deeper, to reach higher, to stand in the light of the truth of the all that you truly are as this living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of this absolute and supreme intelligence whose intelligence is absolute and supreme, whose presence is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, fills all spaces, is all pervasive, beats our hearts, breathes us, and has designed us divinely and divinely designed us to be vehicles and vessels of its absolute love, light, wisdom, truth, peace, poise, power, potency, and purposes. And I'm the one to remind us that that is where we are, that's who we are, that's what we should be doing. And in light of and in spite of all of the issues that are going on, everyone is saying, oh, there's so much going on, but there has always been so much going on. And in the midst of it, the intelligence of existence is that which has gifted itself to absolutely everyone and everything. And we are in the progression of it. In the progression of all of the seeds that have been sown, Consciously and unconsciously, we have the opportunity to come face to face with the consequences of our choices that we've been making consistently over time, and also to be in a place where we have the opportunity to self-correct and to reverse the issues that we've created consciously or unconsciously that we may not be pleased with. To realize that in this now moment, we have cosmic support in this quickening to be quantum leaping into absolute reality so that those who have no love, no light, no wisdom and truth have no impact and effect in our lives. But it requires the sacrifices of knowing that you have and we have absolute law to attune ourselves to and that in that attunement we come into harmony and balance and we're able to circumvent some of the devastation that is on the horizon as a result of the progression of the violation that has been in full effect over a period of time in terms of the seeds that have been sown in the inception of this country. The seeds that were sown for the building and the establishment of this country as as what they would want to be referred to as a world power, but to come into a place and space where we realize the delusion of the bluff and grandeur, the posturing of feeling so great at the oppression, suppression, the degradation, the violation through capitalization, And to realize that those seeds that were sown in the establishment of this country on the blood of our 
indigenous ancestry and the blood have been spilled through the murder of billions of creatures and whatnot that we as a global humanity have to take responsibility for getting into as much light as we possibly can, as quickly as we possibly can, by consciously caring to be cleared emotionally and mentally through the forgiveness of ourselves, the forgiveness of all else, but also the application, the submission and surrender through our remorse, through the acknowledgement that we have been in error, that everything that we've done has not been in the best interest of anything and everyone, and we cannot be complicit and co-conspirating, complacent, with the agendas of suppression and oppression and capitalization and murder and slaughter and then turn around and feed off of the flesh and the carcasses and the progeny of those ones who have been so oppressed and poisoned. And we are in a place and space where on behalf of our lineages, all of those that we have come through, And this is a message not for just black people. It's a message for all people. It's a message for all of us on behalf of all of life. And to realize that we each, regardless of what hue of people we are, we're all breatharian first. We have to breathe. The breathing is essential. It is the breath and that which animates us by virtue of the intelligence of that which is in the air and our capacity for breathing intelligently designed so that we are truly enlivened, maintained, and sustained by the breath. And so to have food stuff marketed to us consistently over time, from the breakfast cereals and the cow's milk to the the dairy products, the eggs, the flour products that create so much mucus and paste in our systems that breathing becomes obstructed from all of the mucus that accumulates and hardens within our tissues, within our lungs and our bronchial tubes and throughout our bodies. And so we're having to realize that the cry of I can't breathe that has been so highly publicized as a result of the wickedness and the brutality of those who have been licensed to kill, who themselves have been so oppressed at the cellular level through being fed the flesh of violated creatures and the alcohol and the tobacco and all of the sugar and all the pasty stuff. We have to realize that everybody is under siege and there are those of us who realize it and there are those who are delusional who don't have a clue and need to freaking wake up to realize that you are oppressed and your wickedness does is not a badge of honor. That we have to come to a point in place where it truly matters to us to realize that there is absolute law that governs all of our lives and there is justice. But the justice that is already being exacted in this pandemic that has been issued and facilitated 
through the efforts of the United States Department of Agriculture, the Food and Drug Administration, the beef industry, the tobacco industry, the sugar industry, the alcohol industry, and whatnot, is to really usurp the life force of other ones. And so I'm saying that when we realize that the system is brutal, the system is criminal, the system has the right to be destroyed, the right to have those of us who would come to light, to come to order, to come to leadership. Because those who are in leadership and who have been complacent and complicit with their own cellular oppression and whose bodies are filled with the toxins of the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the alcohol, tobacco, and sugar industries that you all are not in a position to lead. Nor are you in a position to teach. And everyone now has to come to a point in place where you realize there's a right way to live. There's a right way to perpetuate life. There's a right way and a responsibility that we have as men, the progenitor of lineages and womb men, the perpetuator of lineages, to be in the exaltation of life at all times. They're creating a system of oppression as an agenda, a plot and a plan to dwindle and depopulate and genocide through a free enterprise system. The justice of that is death. The justice of that and the marginalization of our indigenous families, our aboriginal families, the oppression and the enslavement of our African ancestors and the continued violation against those of us who are of color and the animals then understand there are tragic dates with fate that are coming. And the earth and her creatures have first right and are first in line to be fully liberated from the toxic minds and the evil hearts that are operative through defiled bloodstreams and defiled spirits that dress themselves up and puff themselves up as if they have supremacy and right to rule when all they do is literally oppress, suppress, ruin, and devastate everything and everybody they touch. We're in a now moment where we can be completely freed from the foolishness, completely freed from the foolhardy, completely freed from the wickedness to come away from being out of the trajectory of those who are on a cataclysmic ride with demise. See, it's not just about having and separating as a nation of people, but to really come to a place and space where we realize that there is nothing that is guaranteed success except the establishment of the kingdoms and queendoms of God. Because under the forces of Satan, Lucifer and the devil, those who have misled, oppressed the mental capacity of ones and ones to not have an understanding and an understanding as to who and what we are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence, those who have set themselves up as the intermediators between these ones who have beating hearts and breathing ones and between that which beats our hearts and breathes us, we don't need an intermediary. Particularly those who have no real love and light and they are delusional to think that they have been given the right to intercede in the relationship 
between the intelligence of existence and all of itself manifesting and womb manifesting through all other ones, all humans and all of those who are not human. There is nothing but intelligence of existence, and that intelligence is so absolutely intelligent to gift itself to absolutely everything and everyone that it would never demand itself to kill itself over here, to exalt itself over there. So we're having to realize that there is order in existence, and the order is in the progression of law, and the progression of law and the order has to come through the exalted the exaltation of cleanliness. And because we are seeing all of the filth and the pollution that has come, that is in the waterways, that is on the earth and whatnot, that has specifically come as a result of the perpetuation of meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, fish, flesh, flour, sugar, alcohol, tobacco, and garbage food, which the refuse is what constitutes the filth that's in the streets. But the real filth is in the tissues and the bodies of the, and the bloodstreams of the people. And so we're being called to rise through our conscious care to be purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified. To realize that there is no separation that can be made from the wickedness except it be made internally at the cellular level so that we no longer have the same desires and aspirations and habits and addictions that their products have facilitated. No one has been authorized by the intelligence of existence or the will of existence or the laws of existence to be the perpetuators of sickness, illness, disease, and death as a livelihood. It is not the will of existence, nor is it the order or the law of existence to be the perpetuators of death and to feed death to living ones. To industrialize the process of murder and slaughter and killing. To feed. This is a primary aberration as to what it is to be human. Totally antithetical to the divinity of existence. And therefore we see the evidence of the vileness, the defilement, the wickedness. The distortion, the dysfunction, the degradation, the violation, the disenfranchisement, the discontent, the dissatisfaction, the disturbances, the dis-ease as a result of that. And so sickness, illness, disease, and death as multi-trillion dollar business and livelihood is definitely not sustainable. And those who are the perpetuators of it, those who have created the systems with which to deal with it in terms of the American Medical Association, the doctors, the pharmacists, the uh, psychiatrists, and all of those ones, the uh, military and the prison industrial complex and all of those who maintain these systems of oppression, to realize that you are creating your own disease and laying a tragic date and fate with your own death as a result of your complacency, your complicity, and your co-conspirating and facilitating, managing, and perpetuating the oppression. 
we are in a now moment where we have to realize the divinity of what it is to be and that all beings, all men, all wombed men have been affected by the systems of things and that we as individuals have to come to a point in place where we are no longer a detriment to ourselves and ourselves. To be in a place where we realize that the spirit that animates us is greater than that which man has created. And see, so many people keep focusing so much energy on all of the things that men have created. All of your focus is on man and what the distortion and dysfunction and degradation and all of the ugliness and whatnot. So that in the midst of dwelling in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence, you are not really allowing the divinity of, of being to really be foremost in your conscientiousness and your consciousness and your mindfulness and your thoughtfulness. Our perception and perspective is facilitated and predicated on the cleanliness of our blood and our tissues. And all of the disease that is already pandemic, and I am not really addressing that which they refer to as the coronavirus and that which is there, that they're perpetuating as the pandemic. No, the pandemic is the heart disease, the diabetes, the strokes, the cancer, the upper respiratory issues, the suicide, the kidney and liver issues and stuff, that there are so many other things that have already been pandemic. The reality that there have been more lives and more livers, more families destroyed by alcohol and tobacco, use and misuse, than all of the wars that people have fought, these that these wars have claimed. That we have to really have a right thought about this whole thing. And that whatever viruses or bacteria that you should be concerned about in terms of uh, risking your life, they're already in you as a result of feeding off the flesh of dead animals and the aborted fetuses of chickens and the pus and mucus of cows and artificial colors and flavors and all of this where your body temple has been turned into a, literally a cemetery for decaying and over-preserved carcasses that are not rotting. So you have the rot of some things, the fermentation of this, the decay, the decomposition, and then you have that which is just sitting there, festering in the organisms and whatnot. So I'm just saying is that wearing a mask is not going to facilitate any real protection when you are already filled with all manners of things that they're not even looking for. So if they're going to test you with something that they've just now created, by, but the heart disease, the diabetes, the cancer, and all of these things, we already have so much testing and so much of that, so much medication and pharmaceuticals and chemo and all of these toxic therapies for these things, but then they're going to test you for a coronavirus when you've got pathogens and worms and organisms and whatnot eating you alive and then and nothing is being said about this. That's what I'm saying. You cannot trust a government who has it at heart to undermine its populace. And so 
I'm the one to exalt that there is no such thing as white supremacy. What we have is idiocy and stupidity that has run amok because it's not sustainable. And so we are realizing that Mother Earth and Mother Nature have the last, 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 laugh, last stand that the people, those who are sheeple, who are just following whatever these people say, these ones and ones, I call them bozos, whatever they're saying, you're following them, right? And you're walking around mass, with masks, you're walking, running, biking, and whatnot with a mask on, okay? So I'm just saying is that it's going to facilitate even greater sickness, illness, and disease. One, because you have not stopped eating the stuff that's causing the real sickness, illness, and disease. You've not stopped drinking. You've not stopped smoking. I'm like, why in the hell would you be masking and then continue to oppress yourself and undermine yourself and so at some point we have to be responsible for asking and knocking and seeking and consciously caring to really live but just following these people and what they say and you see that they run amok you can't trust them you can trust that you can't trust them to have our best interests at heart when sickness, illness, disease and death a multi-trillion dollar business and economy. And so we cannot expect that the government will change even with a change of party or presidents or whatever, it's not going to change until you, the people, change and you stop buying the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the fish. Stop eating it. Stop making it available. Stop handling it. Stop working for these companies. Put yourself in a place and space where you are completely committed to life. You're completely committed to the exaltation of life. You're completely committed to glorifying and, and honoring the legacy of the lineages that you represent, that you are are completely committed to serving life as a progenitor and the perpetuator of lineages of people that you are consciously caring to be free, to be liberated, to come to that place where you are doing everything you possibly can to reverse whatever issues have already started crystallizing in your tissues as a result of eating all of this garbage food, stuff that is not really food. So we're going to have to really, I guess, change the life language in the sense that if food is that which we have been taught to eat and it is a tool being used of oppression and then the weapons of mass destruction are the tobacco, the alcohol, the sugar and the chemicals and the chemicals that are in the food and to understand that that word that they have called diet, D-I-E in the cross that's on the graveyard, you understand? So no, our methodology has to be cellular liberation since the methodology of our oppression is cellular oppression and it affects absolutely everybody and so those ones who would prefer to continue to feed off the carcasses of dead animals then let us know that these are not ones that you need to be in obeyance to because they are not fit to govern 
and there's really no one to really vote for if they are not exalting the laws of existence and creating a moratorium on killing. And many of you, because you've accepted or feel or believe that you're supposed to be dying from something, and you're saying, well, everybody dies. And I'm saying if there were no, if there was no agenda to ensure your cellular oppression, your anesthetization, inebriation, intoxication, violation, subjugation, domination, if you didn't have all of this programming towards demise, then you could live and really live well. But to put people in a place where they do not strive to exalt a full effort in their living because the effect of the chemicals, the pesticides, herbicides, larvicides, nitrates, nitrites, preservatives, BHA, BHT, all of these things, the effect that they have is to modify the behavior to the degree to which we are not able to function as all intelligences do in the exaltation of a full life's urge, doing nothing to undermine ourselves, doing everything to exalt a full effort in expressing the intelligence of our own being. The squirrels do it, the birds do it, the bears, the polar, everything expresses its intelligence in exalting a full effort in its living, knowing its food, excreting its waste, knowing its kind, perpetuating itself, and consciously caring and able to respond correctly and directly to being warred against or when they sense that their lives are being threatened, then they will respond. They will either fight back, they will run, they will attack, they will do something. But to be complicit and complacent with the agents of death against us is the evidence of our behavior having been modified. And in light of it, in spite of it, where we exalt a full life's urge to affirm and declare that we dwell in the reality of an absolute and supreme intelligence and there is nothing that man can create that is greater than that which is foundation, causation, and the whole fabric of existence itself. And our clearing and purification allows us to be aligned with it. Our oxygenation hydration, mineralization, alkalization, and opening up all channels of elimination is the way in which we are able to be harmonized one with the other wherever we are. To know that we have the opportunity and the right to be corrected, to be redirected, and to be Cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified, and resurrected on behalf of the wholeness of Mother Earth, Mother Nature, her 
all of the creatures in every hue and race and nation of people because we are literally all one intelligence. The gift that we've been given as life is the greatest gift we'll ever have. And there is no wealth that we will ever have that is greater than the intelligence of existence that we each have already been given. We didn't have to whore for it. We didn't have to beg, borrow, or steal for it. We have it. And we can regenerate, rejuvenate, revitalize, exalt it, and be completely resurrected in the light of the truth of our being these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of its own absolute and supreme intelligence. On behalf of Mother Earth, Mother Nature, all of her creatures, in the name of and to the glory of the lineages that we represent and all of those who sacrificed so that we have greater access to the wealth of ourselves. You're being called to rise. You're being called to cleanse. You're being called to care. And now is the time. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama. And so I emphasize the wholeness that we should have as whole beings, man, womb, man, both, and neither, as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that has gifted itself to absolutely each and every one of us. And in our now moment, we realize that there are many variations of the intelligence of existence that has manifested and more manifested itself in us as us and we've been tainted with and so there are some seemingly aberrations in terms of our male and female selves and I'm saying whatever it is the fact that we have a beating heart and we're breathing God is with us and we should be held to some degree of responsibility and accountability to seek our highest self because regardless of what our desires and appetites are and have been we are here to master ourselves and to master this realm And our sensuality, our sexuality, our spirituality should be oneness, bound in absolute love and a care to be exemplary in our loving being. And being loving, and it's all-inclusive. It's not just for one person over here and one person over there, but when we bind one another with one another in the the merging, the marriages, then it matters that we understand that marriage is the curriculum for practicing God and goddesshood. It is requiring of, of us the patience and consistency and the diligence and unconditionality of what it is to love and forgive and to really go deeper within ourselves when we are seeing things show up that we don't really care for. So it requires us to really be in a place where we can grow. And we've not been properly unsupported socially or culturally to really know how to cultivate real 
loving relationships. And so we have to reach for it. It's not beyond us because we didn't see it or because they had it, but we didn't see anybody else. Our grandparents did it, and these ones did it, and those did it. But, you know, nine times out of ten in this culture and society, we see people are loving each other to death. And so there is a progression that we should be facilitating as a result of our love of life and our love of that which beats our heart and breathes us and to come to a point and place where we realize that we have even greater opportunity for the fulfillment in what it is to be man and woman, one with each other, separate and apart, but always harmonized within the will of existence. When each one is committed to life and exalting a full life's urge and honoring and respecting the reality that we are combinations of the same energies, water, fire, air, and earth, spirit, and to have a wholehearted desire for wholeness, to have the desire for uh, being complementary. And said, we may not be just like each other, but we may be complementary to each other. And if each of us aspires and is successful in consistently raising forward in the light of the truth of ourselves, then we have a much greater opportunity to realize the blessing that we are to and with one another. And so digging deep and reaching higher, to stand completely immersed in the conscientiousness, the mindfulness, the thoughtfulness, the regard, the reverence, the appreciation and appreciative love of dwelling in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence to realize that that which is life is God. And to be in a place where we are lackadaisical, that we are not really immersed in a full gratitude and thanksgiving for the blessedness of being because we don't feel well. It's very difficult to really rejoice when your cells are full of toxicity. It's difficult to have the optimism and the faith and to dwell in the knowing of oneself as a creator of situations, circumstances, conditions, and to know that we create from what it is we are imaging, what it is we're seeing, what it is we have desire for, what it is that has value to us, and the greater the intensity of intention, but also the more we are attuned with our capacity for serving It's better than just being in a place where we are just hell-bound in selfishness. And that's the selfishness that puts us in a place where we are wanting or someone's are wanting to take from other ones. You know, we see all of that. You know, we grew up watching, you know, cops and robbers and all of these things. And to know that this country was founded on the usurpation and the uh, stealing and murdering, I'm just saying is that, you know, these people have forgotten. They've forgotten from whence they've come. And I'm saying, no, Mother Earth hadn't forgotten. 
the spirits haven't forgotten, the animals haven't forgotten, all right? There's still karmic debt to be paid, and so that debt has to be paid. There's no way to avoid it unless one consciously cares to be fully repentant, to be in a place where it really matters that we clear and cleanse ourselves from the violation which is the foundation of the violence. When you have a people who feel as though they have to kill other ones to eat and feed off of them, then it creates a serious aberration of desire and appetite that lays foundation for all of the other ugliness that shows up. And so as we are committing ourselves to liberation, committing ourselves towards raising completely up, committing ourselves to being of the quality of character and statue and virtue that is harmonious with the truth of the ones that we be is these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of this absolute and supreme reality that we are stepping off the path of adulteration onto the path of maturation where the core divinity of our being is being cultivated and nourished and nurtured and facilitated in its unfoldment so that we are meeting the requisites for our continuance in existence through the process of self-actualization and self-realization and being harmonized with the will of existence, the intelligence of existence, so that we have no malice towards anyone. And those ones who have been violators, those ones who have felt entitled who treat us like we have no value but they have built their wealth upon the wealth that we have provided in our labor and our ingenuity and our creativity they did not have to tell us how to do every freaking thing and so we're in a now moment where we are regaining ourselves we're in a now moment where we're remembering and being in a place and space where we're realigning reattuning reconciling harmonizing with our angels our guides our guardians our ancients and to be able to function under the auspices of our soul so that no man has power and authority over us when he and they are not in any authority because they have no control over themselves and they are lawless. And so it matters. We have to really flex and strengthen those God and Goddess muscles so that nothing controls us greater than the light of, of truth and the peace and the poise and the power of being harmonized within the laws of life and the love of life and knowing that love is triumphant because it is the fulfillment of the law and then knowing the love and radiating it and being filled and permeated in every atom and every cell of our being with it, we have the opportunity to come to power. And being potent and powerful, influential, that we are rising to the challenges of liberation, liberating from all of those things that would have us in a place and space where we are depressed and saddened and and fear and trepidation and inhibition and all of those things that make us question where God is 
And so we have to know that there is nowhere where the intelligence of existence is not. And the evil and the distortion and the wickedness is coming because of the violations of the law, the killing, the usurpation, the prostitution. And prostitution is coming forward in many ways in the sense that you um, ones and ones are getting paid to do things that are not or that may be truly detrimental, depleting, laying foundation for levels of spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical deficiency and depravity and degradation and stuff. And so, get real clear about what you want with the rest of your life. And I would encourage you to realize that the rest of your life is an eternal life if you would come to that place and space where it truly matters to you to master the process of praying without ceasing, loving that which beats your heart and breathes you with your whole body, heart, mind, with all of your might, consciously caring to exalt a full effort in honoring and glorifying the lineages that you represent. For all of the ones whose names we can call and the ones whose names we will never know. To walk the face of this earth on behalf of all of those who did not, who could not, who did not know how to. Those ones who have come and gone too soon. Those ones whose lives were taken from them. In Desancy, there is justice and there is peace. And the more, the, the, uh, the more swift our remembrance and our realigning our reconciliation with the will of existence, the swifter the fall of those who have been in ill will. <laughs> you understand? So you have to be a ill and sick people to create multi-trillion dollar industry in sickness, illness, disease, and death. It's not sustainable. So there has to be a harvest of sickness, illness, disease, and death for those who've been complicit and complacent, co-conspirating with sickness, illness, disease, and death, sowing those seeds, feeding from it. Then there has to be a harvest of sickness, illness, disease, and death. They can call it whatever they want. I'm saying it is justice. And it is the fullness of what we have sown the seeds for. So if we don't like what's showing up as the harvest, then we have opportunity in the now moment. But you have to embrace the now moment. You can't keep putting it off. You can't wait for another day. You really need to jump in it, get in it, and really get to a point in place where it truly, truly matters to you. To stand. To stand on behalf of life, to stand on behalf of the lineages that you represent, to be in a place and space where you can just imagine all of your parents and grandparents and great-grandparents and the great-great and the great-great and great-great and all of those ones being very proud of you because they see the quality of being that you become, because they really are so pleased pleased with you and it matters it should matter to us for all of the sacrifices that were made for us to be in a place and space where we're not living haphazardly we're not living dangerously we're not complicit and complacent with our own oppression and suppression that we're clear enough to see our way 
and where we can't see it. We know that the Creator is there. And we are lifting our voices and opening up our hearts unto it. Giving thanks for the forgiveness, for the clearing and the cleansing of our mind, our hearts, our spirits, so that we are able to be as light as a feather, to hold no animosity, no malice, no hatred towards anybody. And even in light of those ones who felt entitled to take the lives of those that we've loved and those who followed the system of things and they were careless with their lives, I'm saying we have the opportunity to walk a stronger walk, to exalt a full life's urge to be in a place where we are not just regurgitating the problems. But we know that the solution lies in our discipline, our care, our reestablishing the integrity of our character and virtue our high ethic and morality and to be in a place where we are patient with ourselves but the patience is not about a consistent and continuous past to continue to do that which need not be done but the patience is in knowing that it took time to create the situations and circumstances that have crystallized in our tissues regardless of what they've been called. And that's why we have to be diligent and consistent daily in reaching for that which is oxygenating, hydrating, mineralizing, alkalizing, and do what is required to facilitate opening up all channels of elimination so that those toxins and poisons and chemicals and organisms and viruses and bacteria can be flushed from our body tissues and that we are literally creating the quality of blood that facilitates the quality of consciousness of one who knows of a surety its worthiness and deservedness is this point of the presence of the absolute and eternal. And so on behalf of the whole of existence itself, of which Mother Earth is a very small part, on behalf of our wholeness as a planet, as a people, upon the planet, who have come and who should be able to leave having fulfilled the objectives of having been here self-actualization, self-realization and harmonizing in the laws of existence so that we are leaving 
as embryonic gods and goddesses, having earned and respected the cosmic trust that we were given in the issuing in of light bearers and light beings and doing our due diligence and caring and protecting and uplifting, honoring, enriching, enhancing, facilitating, growing, cultivating, working, laboring in light and in love. And because you have access to this kind of thought and quality of love over these airwaves, I'm asking you to honor that you have so much available to you that you can share some of it with us by going to wrfg.org and making a donation there and add your $47 birthday gift to it. You can cash app it. (laughs) 404-523-3471. You can send a check or a money order to 1083 Austin Avenue. Atlanta 30307. That's a little five points. You can walk your donation in there. The office will be open from 11 to 3. And that you are also having the opportunity to go from directly from your bank account through Zelle. And if you have any questions, you can call at 404-523-3471. During office hours. And remember that you have opportunity to get the support that you require in order to make the most expeditious cellular clearing, cleansing, dis ease, reversal, and consciousness expansion possible in the least amount of time, the least amount of money when you are connecting with me directly at 678. 768- Seven six zero nine two nine nine, and to know that each of us has been gifted to the earth, and we have come with gifts that um, is our inheritance through our heritage, through our lineages. So our clearing and purification, our renewal, our getting to a point where we are literally honoring the divine design of our beings and realizing that we have to breathe. You understand? Stop chanting, I can't breathe. Yes, you can breathe and breathe. (laughs) Breathe as much as you possibly can, as deeply as you possibly can. Then let's start doing some breath work. It matters. Because life is in the breath and nobody could live without it. You understand? These ones who feel as though they have entitlement to be shooting and killing people and whatnot, they are going to suffer for that. There is no way in hell you can create a global initiative of depopulation and genocide and survive it. There is no way that you can be murderous and and survive it. And the issue is, is that... You know, people, some of these people think that, you know, there's no life after this anyway, so what the hell? You know, they got to die from something. So, we are not to be fighting 
a war with these people. We have been warred against for long enough. And the issue is coming to a point where we are not a detriment to ourselves nor ourselves, that we will aspire towards the cleanliness, the purity of heart and mind, the deliberate intensity of intention to be in a state of consistent growth and unfoldment, maturation and consciousness expansion, to do that which facilitates our wellness, our health, our wholeness, and to master the forgiveness, the releasing of that which has been a burden upon our spirits. And so in our now moment, we can accomplish what we will. But the issue for us is cultivating our will, our desire, our capacity for visioning and seeing, the wholeness, and serving life. Everything in life serves us. And as we are really acknowledging the divinity of existence and no longer supporting the violation of other beings and cleansing from the violation, renewing, rebirthing, regenerating, rejuvenating, becoming whole. This is the greatest way and the most expeditious path to being victorious and triumphant and laying foundation for a greater way, a better day, being harmonized within the will of existence, the laws of existence, and particularly with the exaltation of the divine feminine in the resurrection of womanhood so that we are realigning ourselves with duty, obligation, and responsibility as the perpetuators of life. We are the first teachers as well as the healers. And uh, even though you may be going on with the computer and giving these children all of these curriculums for that the, the school and the state have to sign off on, how you live is actually school. How you live, how you're living in your home, the way that you live is school. You're always teaching. And so our children, as we should have learned as children, childhood is about learning the discipline how to obey, how to cooperate, how to respond correctly, how to do what you're told to do and anticipate what needs to be done and to have the initiative, take initiative to do it. And it's also the time where we have the opportunity to talent target, to find out what they're good at, what are their interests, and to begin to cultivate, you understand? So we, as women, as men, as mothers, as fathers, as grandmothers, grandfathers, aunties, uncles, sisters, and brothers, there is no greater work than our reconciliation in the light of the truth of the all that we each are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme presence. To be supremely present and supremely intelligent. Intelligent enough to know that when we ask, when we knock, when we seek, when we apply ourselves, when we hold vision, when we stop poisoning ourselves, when we stop working on behalf of the corporate deities of death, when we begin to truly rejoice in the gifts and the blessedness of being with a perfect contentment because we realize 
that there is nothing we can beg, borrow, steal, be awarded, or rewarded that is greater than who and what we already are, but naked. So on behalf of our, the lineages that we represent, those whose names we can call and those whose names we'll never know, let us rise in the love, in the light, in salvation and liberation as resurrected ones in the establishment of absolute law, absolute order, and the absolute and eternal government. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle with the Dhamma, your voice of a resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. Have a good night. I love you. Thank you.